The following program is brought to you by the friends and partners of Andrew Womack Ministries, celebrating 25 years of changing lives through Karis Bible College. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? Again today, I'm going to be airing a panel discussion that I did with some of my very best friends and also some of the most anointed people that I know. And uh, we have come together to combine our revelation that God has given us on the subject of healing. We started this on the program on Monday and we are continuing today. I tell you, this is powerful. I encourage you to listen. I encourage you to listen not only to today's broadcast, but every single thing we've done this week. It's powerful. I believe God put this together because God wants you well. Watch this, and I'll be back at the end of the program. Welcome to a special edition of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack. Today, Andrew is joined by instructors from Karis Bible College as they discuss the topic of healing. God loves people so much, just like what you were saying, Dwayne, that He's going to get healing to you. If you'll just crack the door open a little bit, He will kick it in and yes. come after you. It's the hearing that activates the faith to receive. He wants, above all things, not only for us to be healed, He wants us to walk in health. That's, that's a higher level. And now, here's Andrew. People think that nothing happens but what God allows it. That is a faith killer. And Barry, I've, I remember you being on one of my uh, Tuesday night live Bible studies teaching on this, and it was just awesome how you explained that about God controls everything, and you just brought it down to a personal level. Well, yeah, take it, I mean, as Christians, as born-again, spirit-filled Christians, does God control you? Uh, does he control how fast you drive? Okay, we won't do a confession to your Hey, wait a minute now. Hey. Yeah, okay, man, you know. <laughs> There's no does, condemnation here, brother. <laughs> does he control if you, there's a stop sign at the end of our property. I know most people roll through it. Yeah. Uh, is God controlling that? Slowly. It's and, always and slowly. So, yeah. <laughs> if God isn't controlling those with whom he is living inside, why do we then assume he's controlling everyone else and everything else? And so there's no logic to that argument. Uh, if he can't control his own children... That is a great yeah, analogy. It really is. That. That's powerful. You know, it's almost like a flip from Flip Wilson's expression, the devil made me do it. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, if God controlled what you ate, I mean, how fun would that be to blame our diets on God? <laughs> well, I know a lot of people that do that. I recently said something about people being overweight, and I said, look, God loves you. And I said, I'm overweight. I'm not condemned. But I said, it's not your genes. I said, you quit eating, you'll lose weight. 
I had people ride in and get on my case. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot easier to blame God for the things that we really need to be taking responsibility for ourselves. And I think that's one of the things that really is brought out as we begin to minister and teach as a team. And of course, Andrew, you've been teaching this for over 50 years now on the believer's authority and how powerful it is for us to recognize that God has actually given us authority in the earth today. So if we want to see the kingdom of God made manifest in the earth, then we've got to be proactive and do something about it. We just can't sit back and say, well, God, just do whatever you want to do. No, the will of God is going to be done. As Carly was saying, we can't have faith if we don't know where the will of God is and how it's being done. I remember as a kid, we always prayed every prayer, if it be thy will. Doesn't that make it sound like super spiritual? It does. Well, we <laughs> thought it did, but actually it was super ignorant. <laughs> I tell you, those of you that missed our Healing is Here conference, Daniel and Carly teach in tandem. They sit at a table like this, and they are the, they are the best comedian act that ever was. And at the same time, they're teaching you these great truths. And it's just like, you know, a spoonful of medicine. Or what is it? A spoonful spoon of, sugar. of sugar makes the medicine go down. Mm. Because you're laughing, you just receive these truths. They are just a great couple to be teaching. It's awesome. So, so what happened to you recently? And tell us about this song, that you, how it came to be. Yeah, well, you know, Pastor Dwayne was mentioning this, that just because we believe in healing and teach healing, minister healing, doesn't make us immune to being attacked from the enemy. In fact, you know, a lot of people in the healing school will say, I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. Everything used to be going so smooth, and then I started believing God, and, you know, I must be doing something wrong. No, it's because you're doing something right. The enemy comes to steal the word. If there's no word in your life, there's nothing to be stolen. The enemy can only steal what you already have. That's exactly right. Not what Good you're point. trying to get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, a little over two years ago, just out of the blue, I was hit with a powerful infection in my body that I was resisting. I was passing blood. I began to just severely shake uh, at one point for over 30 minutes. I mean, I've never shook so hard in my life as the fever escalated. And uh, my wife reached out to several members of the body of Christ and began to pray, including Andrew. And Andrew called me later and Anyway, long story short, the next morning when I woke up, I had double vision. And it was not only double vision, but it was really messed up vision. Well, that morning, I was scheduled to lead worship in our auditorium right here on our Colorado campus. And um, so I was, by faith, going to lead worship and drive my vehicle up the hill from Colorado Springs to Woodland Park to lead worship. You know, it's okay for you to believe, but what about all of those other people on the road that weren't believing? <laughs> that Thank you're God putting for my risk? wife who said, you are not driving a car. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, my daughter uh, ended up driving me up. And by faith, I actually led worship that morning with double vision. As I would look at my keyboard that I was playing, there were like three or four keyboards. And instead of two hands, I had like six hands. And I just wasn't going to let the devil stop me. I think it was probably one of the worst worship sessions we've ever had in the, in the natural realm. But you know what? God's grace so kicked in and it was, it was powerful in the spirit realm. But I didn't feel any kind of spirit while, while I was doing it. And uh, so anyway, again, uh, my eyesight, I had it checked out and it was perfect. And so my eye doctor said, 
uh, I really am concerned that there's something neurologically going on in your brain that really needs to be spoken to adjusted. Uh, so get it checked out right away. Don't mess around with this. So anyway, long story short, again, I keep saying long story short. Um, uh, I, they they uh, really wanted me to get checked out in a hospital. And so it was the first time I'd been in a hospital. I didn't even know what was happening. I mean, you know, just that's not my lifestyle. And so... Uh, I went in to get a CAT scan, I had an MRI, they took blood, they did all these different tests. But while I was in the MRI machine, um, I, I, people told me what it was gonna be like. They said, it's a bit claustrophobic and they're gonna be these loud rhythmic sounds that are just gonna be really loud. I'm like, okay. So they put me in like a full body brace you know, where I couldn't move anything. And they told me, don't even move an eyelash when you're in there. And so, you know, I don't know if any of you have ever been in an MRI machine, hopefully not, but uh, that sound, bump, 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 you know, began to just metallic machine sound. And while I was in the MRI machine, I started hearing the Holy Spirit sing a song into my heart. And here's what he said. He said, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. It was to the rhythm of the MRI machine. To the rhythm of the MRI machine. So I literally got a download uh, we introduced the song at our Healing is Here event uh, last year. It's called My Body is the Temple of the Holy Ghost. And we're going to be going into the recording studio and actually recording it before the end of this year. So, but it, as that came, as that melody came, my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I mean, this whole song just began to download while I was in the MRI machine. Did you it's move? Your Did home. you dance? It's not. How did it go? It's your home. It's not my own. My body is a temple of the Holy yeah, Ghost. Yeah, that was great. My body is the temple of the <laughs> Holy <laughs> And you know what? 24 hours later, I was released, and the diagnosis that was given to me medically, now I already knew in my heart I was healed, but medically they said, we can't find a thing wrong. We don't know what happened. Your body is pristine. And I said, I agree with that You report. are pristine. Pristine. I, I would take that to the bank. <laughs> Come on. That's God awesome. is good. That's awesome. You know, it's it's a dangerous thing to pray if it be thy will prayers. When the will of God is has been has been declared. Jesus was the manifest uh will of God. He was the express image of God. And he went about doing good, healing all, not some, all who were oppressed of the devil. It's absolutely the will of God for you to be healed. My nephew had some water on his brain and problems, and the only thing we knew to pray at that time as denominational people was, if it be thy will. My nephew Ryan is in heaven today because of our ignorance, praying if it be thy will. Now, you can pray if it be thy will, you know, if you're not sure of the will of God, you know, Lord, should I move here? Should right. I go there? Should I take this job? But when the will of God is declared, then we we need to get in agreement with it and speak that and and agree with that and and exalt the word of the Lord above every other report. But somebody is saying, didn't Jesus pray if it be your will? What's your answer? Yeah, you know, he his flesh didn't want to die. He was in, that was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he said, if there's any way, Lord, that your plan for my life can be fulfilled other than dying, my flesh doesn't want to die. 
but nevertheless, not the will of my flesh. Your will, I'm going to submit to your will, and his will, God's will for him was the cross. He, he actually, in the King James Bible, he says, uh, after, if it be thy will, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. So it was an affirmative, the will of God that he knew that he was struggling with after the flesh. Ultimately, the prayer ends with God's will, God's word, God's plan for salvation and the way of the cross be done. So, so it wasn't a prayer like, word. God, I don't know what you want me to not, do. If not, your will. Not, no, it was, it was like, God, here's what I want. I do not want to suffer the sin and the reproach of the whole world but not my will, your will be done. It was a prayer of submission and commitment, not asking for direction. God's word is his will. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, says, This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, we know that he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, then whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. And so all you got to do is just go to the word of God. And is it God's will to heal? I just happen to know you wrote a book on 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. What does that verse say? Yeah, 3, 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. It's God, it's a, he wants above all things, not only for us to be healed, he wants us to walk in health. That's, that's a higher level. It's what Carrie was talking about earlier. Man, that's the greatest testimony of all. Yeah is that we walk in health. We learn that this is the will of God, and it's his will that we walk in health, not that just that we, we get healed every once in a while. I think that's what's so powerful about us as a team teaching is because, and even in the Bible school and, and, and getting the opportunity here, is that we're trying to share with people, you don't have to wait until you get to crisis to run to the word, but you can have a living relationship with the word right now so that you walk in it all the time. That's my testimony is that I've learned uh, throughout the years and just even when I was in Bible school. So when I went over on, over to Russia for 16 years, you just didn't get sick in Russia. You didn't go to the hospitals in Russia. So it was just like, this it's is our line. It's better to be sick than to go to the hospital. Yeah, and so we just made that decision. Like, we're not getting sick. So for 16 years, I never got sick once. We had kids. Our kids didn't get sick. I mean, people are getting sick all around us. And like, what, your kids are not sick? Well, why aren't they sick? You know, we just start walking in divine health. And so when something comes, even my kids know, hey, this is this. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. There's no room for sickness. And so, you know, it's not just oh, when I have a crisis, I'll run to the word of God. But now the word of God's inside of us and we can just walk in health all the time. Yeah. And, and uh, my book, A Prosperous Soul, is essentially it's how you get your mind, your will and emotions in line with what with what the will of God is, you get your mind renewed, your will and emotions conformed to or or yielded to the will of God, where we we agree this is the will of God, even though we may not experience it at at the time. We agree with what God says over what our body says. We agree with what God says over the doctor's report. I'm not denying this doctor's report. I'm just denying it to have final authority over my body. Yeah. Uh, the first report is not the last report. Right. And we hold on to what God says and exalt the truth above the facts until the truth wins out.
you know, I was going to say in Acts 10, 38, it says that Jesus went around doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil. And if you don't know that the devil is the one who's trying to oppress you or to put sickness and disease on your body, listen, you can't resist what you're embracing. If you believe that this is the will of God for you to be sick or that God wants you to be sick, you can't resist that. But once you know the word of God, the word of God that's alive and powerful, we don't have to try to be uh, powerful because the word already is. We just have to believe it. And so this team of teachers and ministers, we we get so much joy out of seeing people receive what Jesus already provided over 2,000 years ago. See, Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. And so for us today, if we'll get that kind of passion in his presence and then let it flow out in compassion for other people, we're going to see the supernatural become daily in our lives. And I like how all the teachings fit together because we talk about the love of God. And so that was a huge part of, you know, of when you know God loves you, we talk about the nature of God. God is not one that puts sickness on us. He is the healer. We talked about spirit, soul, and body. Now that you have Jesus living inside of you, the healer lives inside of you. So how all of these truths come together. And so you may be watching this and saying, well, I don't have a revelation about this. This is why this material is so important because it's line upon line and it all starts to come together. So you realize how then you resist the devil because you you know these truths. And I didn't give you a very good introduction, Carrie. Oh, that's fine. But <laughs> I've known Carrie since she's a little girl. I think it was 10 years old or something when I first came to her church. And then as soon as she graduated from high school, she came directly into the Bible college. Yep. When she graduated from Bible college, she went over to Russia. And this is back before we had world outreach and organization. She basically went over there with a few of her friends and what are some of the results? Like, uh, you know, I, I just went blank on his name right now, but the one that saw a number of people raised from the dead, he and his yeah, wife. Yeah, so this is, this is what's so powerful is because for me, this is my testimony. When I came to Bible school and I learned these basic principles and believe them, then going out in faith to the foreign mission field was, was praise the Lord, hallelujah. It was an adventure. It wasn't alone. I was. You were above the Arctic Circle. Yeah, I lived, she in, was I in lived 150 miles north of the Arctic Circle, lived in just multiple places within Russia. But what was awesome is being able to teach this to the students. See, this is what's so powerful and what we want to teach you is this is not just for your family and your body, but it's then having words of life to impart into other people for their miracles and how God's going to use them. It's the whole multiplying effect of the life and love of God out of you. And so within watching our students get a hold of the word of God, watching them believe like, hey, God loves me, God's in me, so nothing's impossible. So we had students that have raised people from the dead. And watching students teach people. We had a we had one of our directors, he um he, he had seen people raised from the dead, but then he's teaching spirit, soul, and body. He's teaching true nature of God, love of God. These were the first courses we translated, first things that we taught, uh, you know, because in, in Russia, you know, God's a communist God. So he's, he's harsh. He's a dictator. He's, you know, he will kill you kind of thing. And then coming in with the message of God's love and the true nature of God, just causing revival in people's heart. And so he's teaching a young man. We've trans we're translating your books. He goes home, you know, way in another part to, to share with his family, his mom and dad are listening, 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 listening. It's revolutionizing them. And then one night they heard this loud crash in their kitchen and their son had fallen over dead. And for three hours, they just sat on the floor and all they could remember was all the teachings about spirit, soul, and body, God's love for you, true nature of God, that this is not God's will. And they prayed for three hours and their son was raised from the dead. And that was 
coming to Bible school through me to our student, to another student, to his parents. That's the power of God's word that it has. Once it sets you free, then that life begins to set other people free. So And that's why the enemy does so much with sickness. If he can stop us from having that life of God within us, then we don't become a distributor of the inheritance and the message of the cross to other people, and we don't have a testimony to share with them. I'll tell you, Carrie went over there single and found her husband, an American husband, over in Russia. That's good. And man, they just have a great marriage and good things. They translated my books, I think 16. How many books? Yeah, we're we're over 20 now. Over 20 books into Russian. They established the office. They got me on television over there, I think, 11 time zones. And actually, it reaches the entire Russian-speaking world. And it is phenomenal what God has done with this little farm girl. Did you know I was over at her house one time? They were having a little party. And we were talking about different things. And she says, oh, the greatest thing in the world is to have a sharp knife and to gut a deer and skin it. <laughs> he always There's shares not this. many women that would say that that's the greatest thing in the world. She has many talents. I have many talents. Come but on. But she was a farm girl. And I mean, this woman can work. And here she is going to Russia. Wow. Seeing people's lives impacted. One of your graduates from Russia now started our school in Zimbabwe. Yep. Is, is that right? Yeah, we had we had Russians, Indians, Africans come from all over the world to the Russia, Russian school because they were also staying to be doctors and, and statisticians and, and going into politics. You know, the brightest of their nations, you know, kings, sons of kings and diplomats and things like that. So they would come to Bible school in the evening. So we were just radically seeing the nations changed and then go back to their different nations. And one of them uh, went back to Zimbabwe. He was a statistician, was working for the government, said, this is not what I'm called to. So now he He's got a thriving Karis Bible College and Andrew Womack Ministries in Zimbabwe, Keith Chigongo and yeah. his wife. And so, He's awesome. Yeah. And so this brings up another thing that I'd like you guys to address. But, you know, it's one thing to say, all right, God wants me well, and you learn how to receive. But how do you minister this to other people? One of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is once they know that it's God's will for you to be well, they just think that everybody's going to get healed because I believe it. And they don't even take into account the fact that, you know, the other person may have all kinds of unbelief in things that are bothering them and hindering them. So how do you minister healing to other people? There's probably people watching this who they are in agreement. Maybe they don't need, but they've got somebody else that needs to be healed. What do they do? How do you get it? How do you get other people to believe this? You know, one of the things that we're hearing a lot from our young people in the healing school is they don't want to just hear about healing. They want to see it. They want to experience it. They want to see it actually happening through other believers to other believers. And I think that um, one of the mistakes we sometimes make in, in presenting an idea to a body of believers is we talk about it as if it's a theory, a philosophy, you know, some kind of idea. But we don't really believe the Word of God to the level that we're going to put it into action. And so I think when people actually start experiencing the life of God, the power of God in their own bodies, seeing results in their own families, we take a little bit of the um, demystifying of it into a very practical level. And I think that's what Jesus always did. Whenever he taught, he didn't make it hard. He didn't make it so philosophical that people had to have a dictionary to look up his words. (laughs) You know, he said things very clearly, very plainly, and then he demonstrated 
And that's what the Apostle Paul did. He said, you know, when I come, I don't come in just my own personality. This is my paraphrase. But I come in power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. And I think people really want to see the the practicalness of the gospel. And that's one of the things, Andrew, that we love about your ministry is you've really done this for so many years. And so um, I think even as pastor, Pastor Dwayne, you've done this with your congregation and so many of us where we, we really are bringing it down to a level that people can live it, they can experience it, and they can also pass it on to somebody else. I tell you, this was the Lord that put these broadcasts together. These people that were here on the panel with me, this is God that put this together. And the product that we're offering, Healing University, is just tremendous. I really believe that the Lord is going to use this to bring healing to you. So I want to encourage you to listen to our announcer as he gives you all of the information about how you can receive this and participate in this. And I believe that God is going to release healing in you and in those that you are praying for. In the history of Andrew Womack Ministries, this is the most comprehensive product we've ever presented. Healing University will graduate you from where you are to a level of understanding and empowerment that you've never known. It's a collection of healing secrets compiled in over 60 hours of video. These are sessions taught by Andrew Womack and six other Karis Bible College instructors who have not only experienced healing for themselves, but have been instrumental in training countless others to receive their own healing. So this panel, God put us together and we have taken all of the revelation that we have collectively and have put it into this product entitled Healing University. And Carrie here is the one in her team that really took this and made it into a product. And I'd like her to give you a little understanding about what's in here. So it's amazing. It is a teaching and it's an outline. Plus then there's question and answers, plus points to ponder, and then dozens of scriptures in each lesson so you can meditate on it. Plus you're gonna see real life testimonies of people getting healed. With practical stories and healing testimonies in each lesson, Healing University demonstrates the various ways people can receive their healing and minister healing to others. What I do, I take verses, I'll write them on sticky notes. I put it on the mirror when I'm putting on my makeup, doing my hair, just to remind myself, hey, this is for you today. Healing University is broken down into three consecutive sections. Section one focuses on what the Bible says regarding healing and why believers should expect healing for themselves and for others. Section two will guide you on how to receive your healing. And section three will train you how to minister healing to others. Healing University delivers the power of the gospel in 48 lessons and six question and answer sessions. Every lesson includes a video, audio file, chapter lesson, and printable PDF. Each lesson builds on the last lesson, forming a solid foundation from which to receive healing and minister healing to others. Through the online platform, you can access all of the videos and digital workbooks on multiple computers and smart devices. Healing University is the perfect curriculum for home groups and Bible studies. You can print out each lesson through the online platform as many times as you'd like. Order this life-changing Healing University for you or for someone you love for a gift of $499. Call our helpline at 719-635-1111 or visit our website at awmi.net. To write us, use the address on your screen. 
Order Healing University today to receive it by Christmas. This is the last night of our 2019 Healing Is Here conference, and I tell you, it has been spectacular. We had people stand up that said that they had been healed, and I'm sure that there was over a thousand people who stood up to say that they had been miraculously healed. And we had people come out of wheelchairs, we had people with heart problems, heart valve problems that were healed, people with, uh, I don't know, you name it. So if you've missed any of this, you know, you will be able to go to gospeltruth.tv and we will have archives of this conference on there. Uh, you can also sign up for next year. And I think one of the things that made a difference this year was the people came and they were excited that from the very first note of the first song, people came expecting their miracles. And I tell you, when you place a demand like that on the Lord, things happen. If you weren't a part of this, if you didn't see it by our live stream, well then go check it out. And next year, plan to be with us in 2020 for our Healing Is Here conference in August. You'll be blessed.